back everybody this is part two of the episode i published last week so if you haven't listened to that then i suggest you start there this is again an interview with impacta christina i'm really excited to be publishing this so have fun listening now that you've told us your experience with all of this body dysmorphia and your eating disorder how do you feel now towards yourself and body do you feel you've you've healed a bit more do you feel you've you have a bit more of a healthy relationship with your body or or how how is it now so the conception i have of my body right now is far different being honest i think that i'm still detecting some flashes of self-criticism or some slight patterns of self-destruction probably coming from my eating disorder or from the 20 years of inner destructive dialogue right it's i cannot expect them to be completely out but i know how to handle it now and i am aware that these voices that appear in my head saying that christina you should eat less you eat too much you are not working out enough these are simply patterns from my old belief system and i cannot expect them to be completely out but that's a process and even if these voices are here with me forever that's a possibility i know that i am capable of dissociating from them and getting to be critical about them and yeah my conception of my body has radically changed i think that now i feel more grateful for what i have i learned that i didn't have to love my body although i i don't but i just simply need to accept that my body is the way it is and it is a fucking perfect machine you know it, it allows me to breathe uh, to run to dance to swim to to be strong to have energy it's magic i have a beautiful belly okay and it can go bigger and and smaller and it knows how to adjust perfectly and it will hold the baby eventually if i want and i have big thighs and and I started seeing my body for what it is and it is a means to live and be happy and it is the only tool I have to exist. So I know that I need to take care of it, but counting calories and trying to make it smaller is not the way. It's not the way. And I saw that my body does not determine my value. Yes, and, and that's what I was saying, that I think that our bodies are fucking magic and we need to pay attention to them and we spend so much time criticizing them that we are not, we are not even aware of how lucky we are to be mm-hmm. here in a functional body. Definitely. Can I ask you something? Because in my yoga teacher training, one of the, the things that we talked about was also how we perceive our bodies. And, and somebody said that we should be body neutral instead of body positive. As in feeling neutral towards your body or not really judging anything rather than loving your body. How do you feel about that statement? Yes, I I think I can agree with that. I am in the process of start loving my body because I have so many qualities, not only inner qualities, but also outer, you know. And I try to accept and love my body, but sometimes... I am not capable of doing that. So I I completely agree, agree with this. Just be ne- neutral. I mean, you normally don't try to judge your phone or your the object you have or the, the, the tools you have in your life. So maybe trying to see your body as a tool for you to, to be happy and to get to get things on. I think that's far better than just complimenting it because in the end, our body will change. And you might not love it, all the phases of, of its life. So, so, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I haven't seen it in this way mm-hmm. before, but yes, yes, I, okay. I can totally agree. 
That's interesting. Okay, Thanks. well, thank you. <laughs> okay, in your healing process, do you feel like there was a turning point, maybe an, a realization or even an epiphany, something that made it easier perhaps or something that changed your perspective? Yes, I was thinking about that and trying to remember. And um, I think there was an accumulation of things, key things actually, but there was there was... A turning point in my journey and it was in fact a circumstance and I know that this is not something that happens to everyone but it allowed me to change my focus so let me explain myself I I experienced this eating disorder at its peak from when I was 16 to 18 so in this second year when summer arrived and I finished my classes something pretty simple happened and it was that I fell in love uh yeah I fell in love with a person that was not counting calories and he was not obsessed with his weight. He had pretty much a healthy relationship with food and his self-image. And I started seeing that someone was valuing me for more than my physical image. So I started eating more and we had fun. We went to restaurants, we went to the beach and I simply released my control and the tension I had with myself. And... After that summer, uh, I started going to therapy for many other reasons, but my self-perception was treated too. And from then onwards, I started learning about it and, mm-hmm. and understanding what was happening in my life. But yes, this was the circumstance that said the, that I would say that it changed everything for me. Quite sad because it doesn't happen to everybody suffering an eating disorder, but that's my experience. And yeah, being honest, it was what happened. But, but you're allowing that to happen to other people through your account. Maybe somebody else will watch you and your experiences and will change their perspective. So I think, of course, you had an actual relationship with this person, but still through your account, maybe you inspire people to change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I wanted to say too that during the peak of my eating disorder, I was very much aware that there was a problem and that this kind of life was not sustainable forever. So I knew I, I absolutely knew that I could not push myself harder and harder forever. Yes, and right now I would like to send strength to everyone experiencing it. I would like to say as well that if someone is experiencing it or if this resonates with you, I encourage you to text me if you, like, if you feel like it because I am not a therapist and I am not pretending to be one. But I know that being able to express it out loud and especially to someone that will not judge you, is is a relief somehow. So I encourage you to text me. That was just something that I wanted to say. Well, definitely important. And I will link your Instagram account in the description box, but DM her if you need to. You don't have to be a therapist to help other people out. No, I actually love to hear about other experiences. And it's even something for me just to to connect with others. And, And I think that talking to someone that has experienced something similar can be helpful okay well now we're going to the last question which is also regarding our audience and regarding other people do you have a message that you would like to share here yes i was also thinking about that so i'd like to say that okay we are not guilty for the messages that we receive and we are not guilty for being the object of this patriarchal message that objectifies women Okay, and, and this system that values us according to how close we stick to the beauty canon. But I want to leave this reflection here. If we were about to spend the time and energy that we spend in worrying about our physical image, if we spend that time and energy doing what makes us feel excited and, or what makes us feel happy or good and 
we cannot imagine what we could be able to achieve. Just remember that the system wants us to be worried about our image to stop us from doing great things. That's what I think, and that's debatable. But this reflection helps me when I fall into self-criticism. And I hope that it helps you too, because when I pass away, my weight will not matter. My hairy skin will not matter. My acne will not matter. But what will remain here is what I can contribute. Yeah, and that's my message. Just wanted to leave it here. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's very important. One can hear that this is your truth and that you're trying to live by that. I can just agree with everything that you say. Thank you. Anything else you would like to share? or Just what I was telling you, that uh, if someone needs to talk, if someone needs a friend, they can text me or they can text you because I know that you are, you are also doing a great job on Instagram. And yes, just be strong. <laughs> Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I just want to say thank you again just for being here, for, you know, taking this big step and challenging yourself. So thank you for being here and sharing your experiences with us. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I was I was nervous, I gotta say it, because what we were talking about English is not my, my main language, but yeah, I felt so comfortable. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk about my experience. And you did so well, so don't worry about it, really. <laughs> Thank you. This was it. This was part two of the interview. I'm so, so excited for having done this. Again, thank you so much, Christina. What an amazing person. So much to say. So much beautiful insight for us. So I hope the audience learned a lot today and just take away the key messages that you're not responsible for the messages that society gives you and there's so much more than, than your body. I think something that Christina said really stuck to me which was in the end when you pass away what really matters is the impact you made on other people and on yourself much rather than how you looked and what your body looked like so i think we can take that away and as always know that you're absolutely loved there's so much love out there for you if you need anything contact me on instagram at i am my best friend podcast and otherwise if you like this please please subscribe to the podcast and to my instagram you're loved and have a great day bye <music>